Co. Urban Co. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. Urban Co. Urban Co. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. 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 What's happening? What it is? What it ain't? What it's going to be, man? This is your boy Urban, Urban Co. South Florida's very own traveling podcast, getting to our community one visit at a time, highlighting no gems in the city. And of course, of course, of course, we got the host uh, with the most. Amanda, what's happening? Say what's up to the people. I am here. I'm alive and I'm well. We got a special guest, special guest, special guest from Roots to Royals. Let her, let the people know who we got in the house with us, Amanda. Talk yeah, to girl. the people. Yeah, girl. Angelica. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? I'm so happy to be in the building. Yes, yes. I've met Angelica Givens. Um, I just, I was just strolling around and I saw her nice, like, I love her, her salon. It has like a, 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 or however the French <laughs> would butcher it and say it. But it definitely, it's definitely a vibe. And Thank I you. definitely see my my whole ancestry just come in and just come in to support and feel welcome and feel like family all at the same time. So Thank I you. want everybody to know Angelica Givens and her talent and her business. So um, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you for stopping by Irvin Cove. So Amanda knows you very well because I've been hearing a lot about, I've been seeing the styles, I've been hearing all about it. But before okay. you get to Roots the Royal, tell the people how did you get to becoming a business owner and a, a very, very successful lactation? Oh, wow. Um, so how I became actually was... Uh, to be honest, I did hair kind of kind of all my life. I always had the talent to do hair. I like to tell people that, um, that you know, I've always had this talent, but um, I never really took advantage of it. I did waitressing jobs and I went to school for nursing. Um, I did a bunch of stuff like that. And then finally I decided, I was just like, why am I trying to do all these odd in jobs and stuff? Why not just try to do something that I know I'm good at? make some money while I go to school for nursing. That was initially the goal. But um, so I started to do that. I fell into it and oh, I fell in love. Like, honestly, I fell in love with the, with what I could do with, uh, with hair, um, you know, with owning a business or teaching or, um, you know, doing things like that. Just the different styles I can do. Like all of it just became a little bit more real to me. So uh, I definitely end up falling into that lane okay okay so it wasn't like you 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 planned on it you kind of fell into it yeah I fell into it because to be honest I used to tell people I hated doing hair in the beginning I always had the talent (laughs) it was kind of forced on me to be honest I just I I knew how to do it and my mom um my brother had hair so uh, my mom would make me do his hair you know and she did not like my brother walking around looking like what she'd call a thug <laughs> and um so she'd, be like, she'd be like you know make sure his hair looks neat give him some braids and me and my brother like a year and a half apart so we like fight you know we, we'd like argue we'd fight but right after that I'd have to sit there and do his hair so mm. you know what I mean so like it was I never I always kind of associated with 
almost being forced to do it. So I never liked it, to be honest. And I had to find that that niche, I guess. I had to find how I liked it. And I did find it, thank God. <laughs> That's good. So yeah. what, what was it? I was going to say, what was it like you say you didn't like it, but then you fell in love with it? What was it that made you fall in love with it? Well, I fell in love with the business, to be honest. Um, I have, like I said, I have a talent of doing hair. I, I do love to do hair. Don't get me wrong, but I did fall in love with the business of hair. Um, just the, the innovations of it, just the, um, what you could do with it. A lot of people have this idea that, oh, like she's just a hairdresser, you know what I mean? And it's just like, a lot of people don't realize hairstylists are very, you know, like, for one, I say we're mathematicians, you know, especially if you're a braider or if you're a loctician, you know what I mean? Like, let's just put that out there. But um, for two, you know, you can, it's a, it's a very lucrative career, you know, and a lot of people don't realize like you can be up there with the most, you know, with, with being a hairstylist, but not only a hairstylist, the things that you can do, the products you can sell, the products you can make, the businesses you can own just in hair alone is like, a lot of people don't really realize just what you can do with it. So, and I'm happy I tapped into that because now that I found out, I'm like, oh, wow, it's not just a talent I possess. It's something more that I can really make into it. So and okay. it's almost like sky's the limit for me with, is how I look at it. So, Okay. Well, if you weren't doing, if you weren't uh, a business owner doing locks, it seemed like business is something you would be into. What else yeah. would you, what else do you think you fall in love with? Uh, to be honest, um, as far as business, I love, like, uh, outside of the hair, um, I do a lot of, um, uh, events or music or productions or things like that. Um, I actually yeah. <laughs> was just like in a music video yesterday. Uh, we just shot okay. one. Yeah. So something like that. So I love to do events. Me and my best friend had an event, um, business where we used to put on poetry nights, um, and things like that. Um. It took a little bit of a left turn just from like locations, stuff of that nature. And hair is definitely my focus, but as far as my side hobbies. And so I feel like if I wasn't doing hair, I'd definitely be more involved in that. Okay. Before I let, I know Amanda like, yo, Herb, yo, tag me in. Like, Herb, tag me in. One last question. So you were just talking about some other things that you do outside of hair. And I was going through a lot of your pictures um, on your Instagram and you're like super creative like where do you get these different styles that you put for your clients like those are some very unique and different styles that you come up with to be honest um wow <laughs> I I don't know I just okay so I work with two other ladies in my shop and they are so innovative and I feel like they keep me on my toes you know so like to make sure that I'm, we're all busting out really good stuff. You know, I, I try to just research a little bit as much as possible. Um, I try to uh, just draw inspiration from other places, like um, other hairstylists that I admire, um, people I remember. Who, like sometimes, you know, you're ever out and somebody's hair or somebody's anything catches your eye, you know, mm -hmm. and those type of things. It's like, hmm, whatever made it catch my eye, I want to do something on my client that'll do the same for somebody else, you know? So sometimes that's kind of where I drive from. Otherwise it's just, just comes through these fingers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Amanda. I'm sorry. 
Um, my question to you is what are some challenges that you had to overcome over time? Ah, oh, man. Um, one of my biggest challenges as far as like for this business. Yes. Yeah. So like one of my biggest challenges that I faced a few, like two years ago, uh, two to three years ago was, um, I had surgery. I had to get surgery on my right arm. Wow. I had an incident with some glass <laughs> that ends up, you know, uh, going through my arm and uh, it Ooh. tore the tendon that control these two fingers. So I'm right-handed uh, and I'm a hairstylist. This is, this is my, my business, you know, yeah. I had to get surgery and it was sudden and um, I was out of work for like four to six months. And I had no idea that that was going to happen, of course. And through that, through that, to be honest, was I would never change that. You know, me have, going through that experience, I wouldn't change it. Oh, you got muted. She got a phone. Yeah, she got a call. There you go. Okay, am I still there? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah you are. I ended up having a, um, going through a depression going through a really, really, really bad depression. Um, I, I, I think I'm, I'm um, kind of prone to depression. I don't want to say prone. I don't know if I'm using the right words for that, but um, I've dealt with that in my life, you know, um, where I'd go like high and lows with my, with my uh, moods and with my feelings and things like that. And um, so to go through that, I, I expected it to happen, you know, because it, it was like a dramatic change in my life. But this time it was a little different because I, this depression came along with suicidal thoughts. And oh, yeah. yeah, and I was just like, and I've never had that in my life, like ever had that in my life. So it would be to the point, like, I would hear it and I would almost look around like, who said that? You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, who's talking like that? You know, and it was something that hit me so hard because I, I, uh, I consider myself a Christian. I, I consider having a relationship with God. And I knew that was not something that I, uh, those are not thoughts I, I ever thought, you know, those are not, that's not something I knew that was for me. You know, I knew that was the enemy. So I quickly, you know, reacted. I quickly jumped on like trying to get myself better as far as like taking walks, um, journaling, um, you know, uh, listening to motivational stuff, you know, I, I had to change what, what I was hearing and listening to, but either, either way, going through that, um, taught me so much of what I can do with myself, you know, that, and it, that is really showed me that I wasn't just a hairstylist, you know, cause I had to become really innovative in order to keep my salon in order to not crash in order. Cause you already know with hairstylists, if your hairstylist is not available, one, two, three months, you're going to just go find somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. Like you have to get your hair done. You you can't walk around not, you know, looking good just because your hairstylist isn't available or she's injured, you know? And a lot of times I, I looked, I looked at that and I realized, yo, you could really lose all your clients like this, you know, like, and then you have to start all over again. Like that, that was such a worry for me. And I ended up, um, through the grace of God, I found this amazing girl shout out to Gigi. Hey, <laughs> um, shout out to Gigi. She's amazing. She's very talented. But um, at the time I reached out to her, I found her on Instagram and I asked her, I'm like, Hey, do you think you could 
help me out with some of my clients while I recover, you know, um, but I, you know, I would need to have a percentage of that still, you know, in order to maintain my bills at the salon and things like that. She was absolutely okay with it. She, you know, she was like, of course, you know, um, she was kind of just coming out with doing locks herself and things like that. So a lot of my clients, um, I, I, I would literally go to every appointment and I'd sit there, injured arm and all. I'd sit there through the appointment. <laughs> but she was so amazing with everybody that I, to be honest with you, I think I lost one client through that entire experience. Like That's just cool. one. Either, either my clients waited on me or my clients went to her and they were happy with what she did for her. So, um, and then, so either way, that experience taught me so much, but I think it's where, it's what, how it got me to this particular location right now. So it was definitely a learning experience. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you grew from it, but, yeah. <laughs> and with, and with everything that you've experienced, experience, what is the most important thing that you learn that you that you've learned over the over the years that you wish you could have learned like years ago who is that life is going to happen and I need to just be prepared for it instead of surprised by it so instead of every time something happens or every time something comes up because it's going to happen. It's Absolutely. it's not not going to happen. You know what I mean? So right. for every single person in the world, it life happens to them and whatever that looks like, you know, um, but to not be surprised by it, to expect it and to know how to roll with it and to, to keep going and not let it stop you, not make you start over, you know, things like that. Because sometimes I used to let that happen and I feel like Sometimes I'll think, oh, maybe I could have been further ahead had I not tried to keep starting over every time something got in my way. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah that's what I, if I can go back, I, I definitely do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that I have is like, what do you think that you bring sets you apart from all others? Uh I think this sets me apart not that I love this aspect about myself to be honest but I think it sets me apart and I hear that it um that it helps you know it helps with me and who I am as I guess with my personality but I can be an oversharer sometimes and sometimes I I will like share my personal life with you or or I will give you the secrets to something, you know what I mean? And sometimes people are like, you know, you should share that or you shouldn't whatever, like you should capitalize and keep that to yourself and whatever. But I don't know, <laughs> like I have that about myself. And I think that, you know, it, it helps me in the sense of uh, making me really personable to my to my clients or to, um, to people I know, my family, my friends. Um, but also, of course, everybody knows you can't, share everything so you know some things you got to, to learn how to reel in and keep to yourself so um you know yeah but <laughs> so when that, you when when you when you say when you say you you are oversharer I mean yeah. and you say you like to talk do you think that's like therapy for you like when you're out there you're able to get it out instead of holding it in a lot 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, yes, absolutely. I do know that talking and sharing is a, is a, a sense of uh, therapy. Um, but I've noticed, to be honest, that I help more people. <laughs> I help others, honestly, with my, with sharing. Because somebody else goes, wow, like I didn't know somebody else was going through that or wow, you know, thank you for sharing that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because of whatever reason. So I end up realizing I'm helping somebody else, even though they're kind of helping me, like you said, by getting it off my chest and by sharing it up, you know, that way too. So, And I'm sure you get fulfillment by seeing that, yo, I express my story. And it's helping someone else with yeah. whatever they're going yeah. through. Yeah. And it's probably why I keep running my mouth because of that reason. <laughs> <laughs> like because of that reason, you know, it's like people people tell me, no, continue to share. Like, no, I, like it helped me that you did. Even though sometimes I go home and I'm like, why'd you tell them that? Like you didn't have to like go that deep or go that far into that, you know, but but then I'll get a text message or a phone call, like you said, and they're like, you know, hey, I was thinking about that, what you told me, uh, the story that you told me yesterday. And, you know, like it really helped me with this, that, and the third. So it, it must it must be an okay thing, you know. So it hasn't knocked me off yet. <laughs> so. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, one, one thing I want to ask you, too, um, is there any myths that you would like to debunk? What you mean? Like myths about being a loctician or locks in general, mm. certain styles. Any myths that I like to debunk? Um, well, when it comes to hair, yes, in the sense of everybody is different. So let's say this, and I know I might get a lot of flack for this one, but hey, this is just going to be is what it is. I do not believe in that 4C, 4B, 3C, 3A, B, C, D, and F, you know, like thing they got going on when it comes to hair and their in textures. Um, I'm not a fan of it. I don't um, 100% believe in it only because, so basically the idea is that everybody has a texture, a curl pattern, right? Mm -hmm. You either have a 4C curl pattern or, or 3B or whatever they came up with number of according to your curl pattern. Right. Um, and according to your curl pattern and what you've identified with, you should use this type of products and you should do this type of stuff to your hair and um, this stuff works better for you and blah, blah, blah. Now, mm -hmm. generally, generally, very generally speaking, yes, maybe that might work. But the reason why I'm not a fan of it is because I understand that everybody is different. Your diet mm -hmm. is different. Your environment is different. Your um, who you are, the way, if you sweat a lot, or if you don't like different factors that play such a role in hair, um, and the chemistry of your hair, um, matters, you know? And so to, to say, because my curl pattern is similar to your curl pattern that we should use the same exact products because they may not work on the stuff that works on me may not work on you. And, but they assume because we have the same curl pattern that it should, you know? And I think that's how a lot of people end up becoming product junkies because, they're trying so much stuff, you know, just assuming that, well, they said 
they said. And it's just like, well, who's that? You know, like I know it's a childish <laughs> thing, but um, you know, I just don't think it's as general as everybody who has the same curl pattern should do those these same things, you know. And of course, I'm speaking vaguely. Of course, I'm shortening that idea, but uh, generally, to me, it doesn't make sense. So I like to de- debunk that. <laughs> like that's not. I agree thing. with you on that one. <laughs> like I, growing up, people be telling me, "Oh, your hair is super tight and super curled that you can't have straightened hair." And just like, mm-hmm. I'm up with that. Right, right. Like there's so many people who say so many things, and they're just. That's the one thing about hair, the hair industry, there's so many opinions. And um, the one thing I do like, and I listen to a lot of stylists who have more of an idea of hair and not just about style, you know, like some, there are some stylists out there who are that stylist, you know what I mean? They're great at styling and I don't knock them, you know what I mean? Like at all, you know, but to give hair advice, some don't really know you know what I mean because they are they haven't necessarily mastered hair the chemistry of hair and how hair works they're just they just know how to lay it down you know and right I don't think the advice should necessarily you know not that they don't know not that some don't know but you know some that's what their focus is on and that's okay because if that's what you're good at that's what you're good at but you know I do tend to to go towards the route of the chemists or people who are actually doing the biology of hair you know so that's kind of where I try to get my information from at least gotcha gotcha so you were saying something about um what you were (laughs) what you were saying so my 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 question is have you ever you're saying everybody's hair is different but Mm -hmm. have you ever got somebody's hair and you were just like I don't know what to do with this. Oh yeah. Like, oh, my God. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm daily. Let me stop. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's like I said, I I pray a lot while doing hair. Like, sometimes I have to be like, Lord, <laughs> give me a like a, a divine intervention right now and come through and work through these hands because I have no idea what to do or I have no idea how to help or I have no idea how to make this work you know um, I don't I don't have one uh, niche when it comes to hair I do almost everything I do colors I do cuts I do um you know locks I do braids I do extensions you know I do almost everything which I've tried so many times to condense it, but it just, I can't, I just, I just cannot, like, I can't get away from it, but, um, so speaking of that today, for example, uh, my cousin, actually, she came through, she wanted me to do a lace front closure on her, I haven't had done one of those things in a minute, Act to be honest with you, she's the only person I do that on because of how just much stress it, it causes my life, <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, sometimes that that's those are those moments where I have to be like lord help me like I don't really remember how to lay this down and make it look amazing for her and thank god it worked out today you know with a few tries and you know retries but you know so yeah yeah I run into that situation a lot where I just don't know what to do and or somebody's hair I just never really seen it behave that way before but um, but the one thing I do like is regimens. I do like to get my clients to do regimens with me and to come back a lot. And um, the more I see you, the more I get to know your hair. 
you know, because you live with your hair. I don't, you know what I mean? So seeing you that one time, I can't really diagnose anything. Seeing you even two times, that doesn't really help me. But seeing you consistently, I get a chance to see how your hair behaves to certain things that I do to it, certain products that I use, you know, things like that. So, um, so that, that's how it helps me. And I think it helps the, the, the next person, so. Okay. My next question too is, I think we spoke with me and Amanda uh, on an episode pre previous. We talked about uh, hair and being professional. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like locks are considered unprofessional or do you feel like that's something that, I, feel, I me personally, I feel like the lock fissions now, given so many different styles and they give us so many different ways to wear our hair to where you can't say, so even if my hair is out, I think it looks professional. If it's, it's, right. it's braided down, it's professional. What's your opinion on locks being professional in a workplace or in, in general? Well, my opinion is if it grows out of your head like that, you know what I mean? Like this is this, like this is, okay, absolutely. I think locks are professional. Now, um, every, every, every style is not professional in my opinion. Um, every way it's worn is not professional. Now locks in general, yeah, that's that's just the way your hair is. This is a this is a type of hair, you know. Um, it's almost like saying it's curly hair professional, it's straight hair professional, you know. Like, yeah, it's the way it grows out of your head. You know, you should not have to chemically alter anything. You know what I mean? And call it professional if it if it's natural for me. That's just the it's professional. But if I'm doing something to now anything. There's an argument there sometimes, but technically, if we want to be general and old school, anything that's too maybe loud, forthcoming, or causing or drawing a lot of attention, they may consider unprofessional, you know. So, like, for the, for example, the weekend. Remember how he used to have his life, yeah, you know, things like that. <laughs> as neat as he used to keep them, and as much as I am in love with his how his hairstyle was. Um, yeah, no, I can't imagine like my lawyer, you know what I mean? Having that hairstyle and fighting, defending me in court and like, like winning. Because <laughs> yeah, that might be different. See past it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just like in yeah. situations like that, certain situations, it's like, no, nah, I can't see that. Now, you know, if my stylist had his hair like that because, you know, I'm some, I don't know, celebrity or whatever, like, you know, I don't know. I just think it it, it, it applies to the job mostly, but yeah locks are professional if it goes if, if that's the style that you have and you can you know they don't have to be neat necessarily you know as far as like um constantly retwisted or constantly done you know but i think if they're not sticking up and causing you know you're i don't know if they're not doing all the crazy stuff then yeah majority of the time i i'd say yes it's professional <laughs> absolutely okay. yeah i'd agree your hair looks professional you know like you see, whether you have your hat on or not, how you had it pulled back, how you had it in the ponytail, or whether you had it just down in general, you know, it's your hair. You have it, yeah. you throw it, yeah. you know, it comes out of your scalp just like that. So, you know, I I don't know. I think I let you operate on me if you're my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a, with a hair net, right? With a hair with net. With a hair net, yeah. So your hair yeah. don't get all you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but that would not let me not trust you. You know, and I think that's the idea is does my hair give you that impression that you shouldn't trust me? So do you think yeah. it was like a stigma back in the days that we're changing now? 
Oh, yeah. Like, um, I did some research for Black History Month one time about dreads, and they said that um, some of the earliest ideas was came from, they called it the dreaded people, where um, they would fight and they would help in some of the, like, the wars or things of that nature, but they would um, just let their hair not up the way it has to be done, you know, because if you are, if you have an, any type of Black hair you know it, it's kinky it's coily it likes to become one you know it defies gravity all types of great you know stuff so basically because they were out um trying to fight wars and they were living in the, the forest and doing all this other stuff they didn't necessarily tame their hair so they allowed it to uh, lock up and when people saw them they you know considered them the dreaded people is where they got that the, the name dreads from but a lot of people are changing that terminology dreads because they're saying it's not a dreaded thing. Dread sounds almost negative, you know, yeah. and so they call it locks um, now. But yeah, so that's what, yeah, I would, I would just think that, you know, from, from back then, they, it became, it was a stigma from when somebody saw you initially, you know, and they saw that on your head and they thought you were wild or whatever. In the okay. European. <laughs> well, my, my last, I guess one of my last dread questions, because I want to get a little bit more into who, who you are. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> if you had the opportunity to get a, any celebrity of your choice in your chair to do their hair, who would that celebrity be? <laughs> oh, a celebrity. Mm, to be honest, <laughs> to be quite honest, there's a celebrity. I just want to look at his hair and fix it for him. <laughs> so, Ooh, who is that? <laughs> oh my god! I just oh, three dreads up under them hats he be doing. Like I just, I have no idea who is doing his hair. Like it is, they are over bleaching it, over saturating it. I just want to help him. I just want to sit him in my chair and say, "Come here, let Mama get your head back back in order," because. Back in 2008, 2009, 2010, Lil Wayne, his dreads were so nice. They were nice. They were long, you know. But then today, he got like three. Like, but is it is it balding? Like I thought it no, was balding. No, over bleaching. Like, well, oh. I'm not gonna say I know for sure how much balding is playing a part, but I know for sure <laughs> that all that bleach that is killing his hair, and whoever is bleaching it is maybe not helping, maybe not, I don't know what, I ain't gonna blame nobody, but all I'm gonna say is that he's not treating his hair the way he should if you're gonna be bleaching it. And I just gotcha. wanna help him. So if I could get any celebrity in my chair, I would say Lil Wayne, come on through to Reese Royals. I, <laughs> Duncan G, the owner, will get you together. I got some treatments for you and some remedies or some some ideas that I can just get some dreads back. I can put some dreads back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to walk around with me. You can have like 30. <laughs> like, you know, but that's it. <laughs> Go ahead, Amanda. My fault. Um, my question is um, what is a very proud moment for you that you take pride in, your, in yourself for? Um, honestly, this moment right now, like uh, this moment in my life, um, 
having the hair salon, having my products, um, doing a podcast with you yeah. guys, you know, um, this stuff I really honestly didn't see for myself, not this detail, you know, I really? felt like I was going to be doing something, but I wasn't sure what, I wasn't sure how, and I really feel like I'm in a a tunnel of just doing stuff right now, you know, um, I have so much going on, and it's really exciting. Like, it's so exciting. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of where I became, like, where I've grown to, you know. Uh, since I left Georgia um, and came to Florida, everything has picked up. It's fast forward. It's accelerated. It's done so much. And um, I was actually reflecting with some friends the other day. And I have to say, I'm very, very proud of where I'm at right now. So I can say that if, if that hopefully answers the question. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, it, do, definitely. it does. It really does. Um, um, how does COVID affect your business? It doesn't. Oh, it does. It does in a, in a sense of it got me busier. <laughs> like, I really don't know how I think. You know, shout out to the PPP loans. <laughs> no, really. Um, I don't know. I honestly, when COVID hit, I think I was shut down maybe for a few days. And then, um, thank God, the way my salon is made, I have a garage that completely covers the entire front of my shop. So I would close that and have people come through the back. <laughs> I hope I won't get in trouble for this, but you know, like, I would just do that, but it would be one-on-one, -on -one. you know, we'd, we'd be safe as possible, like wearing our mask and doing things, of course, sanitizing after every client that we're still doing now, but you know, but back then, like I would do, you know, I, I tried to play my part, but we would just do things one-on-one, -on -one, you know, stuff like that, but I never stopped working. I think a lot of people took advantage of getting braids and doing stuff that'll keep their hair for long term because they're going to be at home now and, you know, stuff like that. So how do I have to give all that credit to the Lord? I really don't know. It just I just kept working. I kept I had more time, to be honest. COVID helped me. It gave me more time to get more innovative. It had gave me more time to create my product. My product line came out in, uh, you know, with, during COVID. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I always knew what I wanted to do. Exactly. I just never had the time. Like, I promise it was the time and COVID gave me time. So I would say thank you, COVID, <laughs> for the time, to, <laughs> you know, to really get uh, some things rolling that I really wanted to get rolling. So, and I feel like I wouldn't have done otherwise. So That's dope. Um, yeah. Another question that I have is what do you have in store for the future? Mm -hmm. uh, wow. So I am. So one of my biggest focus now is a, to get a little bit more um, active and a little bit more. Uh, I have more a little bit more presence on social media. So um, I'm not going to lie. I am a very old school gal <laughs> you know I, I, I'm like got my little like Facebook or whatever and it's just like post pictures maybe once in a while once in a blue moon um I started 
doing more of myself or posting more of myself because somebody said, you know, I wanted to see the person behind the work, you know, like you can't just post your work all the time. Like we want to see who, who you are a little bit more um, interaction, I guess. So I am definitely trying to focus more on that now that I do have this salon and have like stylists in the salon and stuff like that. I feel like it's time to, uh, get more of a social media because it's so it's so important so as much as I try to fight it and you know that's my old school in me you know like you don't need that that internet stuff you know like (laughs) you know like um you know or like I think it's very important to me I don't want to live my life for the gram of course but I do know how important it is to um to interact and to show people what you do have going on especially with your business and to help it to grow I am very um thankful and I lucked out that I was able to grow with my business just on it more more word of mouth than anything else like I don't even think my social media presence is that amazing you know um, I get a lot of word of mouth or the location I'm in you know stuff like that is how it helps me a lot Um, but I know once I jump on social media that lane alone will you know will grow me in a different you know in in a way I'm sure that I haven't, I can't even imagine right now. So, you know, so that's oh, basically we're on there. Yeah. So we're going to have a commercial coming out soon. We're going to have some Yay. stuff. Um, uh, me and some of the girls in the shop have been working on something where we're going to have a live, um, not just live on online, but live like in person as well. People can watch us. It's going to be um, some competitive stuff between us three girls Ooh. and um all and um all involving hair you know things like that I don't want to give too much away but when when we get it going um we're definitely gonna let you guys know first of course so 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 so. I'm all the way excited for all of that I know I know Amanda was gonna bring it up but I'm gonna bring it up since she didn't want to bring it up yet okay you got products like she introduced me because you know I she she gifted me some of your I guess hydration spray. Yes. And and yeah, I be using it. My wife be using it. Okay. My wife got locks too. So Good. I noticed the, the, the bottle is getting smaller and smaller and it ain't okay. just me. So okay. <laughs> it ain't just me. So I, I love your hydration spray. Thank it's, you. It's really good. Um I, I put my oils in and then before I walk out, I sh- sh- and then, you know, yeah. push it through and get it looking kind of, you know. There you go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tight work, tight work. Yes, I, I really you. appreciate you putting that putting that out there. It's thank really, you. really good. Thank you. Yes, so I do have products. Um, I have this hydration spray, just like you heard. Um, yeah. And then I have the, um, the retwist and scalp oil. Okay. So basically, yeah, they are basically um, natural hair and lock friendly basically, um, because they are oil-based products. Um, the hydration spray, really, I just needed something to keep my hair nice and hydrated because I have locks and then because I actually, because I colored my locks. So I was on a journey for that. I have an aunt who is very holistic. Like she is like, you know, grows all of her own vegetables, you know, herbs and everything in her backyard, <laughs> holistic, you know, one of those. And so, um, she actually, uh, she was just like, let me show you or let me tell you some of the, you know, the oils and the things that I put together and I like to do. So I was like, okay. And I sent her actually, um, there was some oils that I liked and I sent to her 
and I, you know, to give me her, her feedback, because you know how she likes to, to work with some of the oils and things like that for her hair, because she has beautiful locks. She's had them for over 30 years, I believe. Wow. But either way, um, yeah, so she's helped me. Um, so basically, with just working with her, uh, she's given me some good ideas as far as uh, some oils that were good for your hair. So I was just like, okay, let's see what I could put together and mix with this and mix with that, you know. Um, and it was a lot of trial and error. Some things are a little greasier than others. Some things were a little heavier than others. But once I found the perfect blend, um, that's what I was just using. A lot of people ask me like, hi, what are you do using in your hair? And I was like, you know, I should be selling this. I should be putting this out here. <laughs> like, you know, I do it for like my clients and stuff. And they'd always ask like, what is that? You know, it smells good or whatever. And I was like, let me, let me put it in a bottle and package it real quick. And, um, and I did, and it's been taken off. Like people really like it actually. And it's, that's yeah. been surprising me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I thought it was just me, you know, but it's, so I'm happy. So it's, uh, it's been taken off. The scalp oil um, is what I retwist with. I've never been a fan of gel. I've never been a fan of beeswax. I've never been a fan of anything like that. So um, I kind of always just retwisted my hair with oil. And I would always try oils from the bee supply store or things like that. And one day I came across this castor oil. Um, what I liked about it wasn't, it wasn't the traditional like Jamaican black castor oil, even a Haitian castor oil. It was like a cold pressed castor oil. So I was just like, hmm, I liked it. It had the consistency and the thickness of the other ones, but it didn't have all the other ingredients. It was really just pure. So it allowed me to add in things that I wanted to, you know, to boost it. If I went to um, make it good for growing the hair or, or holding moisture or um, cleansing the scalp, you know, things like that. It, it um, I think has good properties like that. So that's all I use to retwist at the shop. And I figured if this is what I use, I understand that sometimes my clients go out of town or they have family members that they think they should use the same products or whatever. And so I was like, buy some of this for yourself. If you ever get somebody else to retwist your hair, if you maintain it yourself at home or just keeping your scalp oiled, whatever, I think it'll be great. So here we go. It, you know, packaged it up again. And um, I added a few a few little tweaks to it. Like for example, this lavender infused, you know, um, definitely uh, add some fresh lavender into the batch, things like that. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. Those are my products. Those are my babies. I love them. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> you know, um, I think that they actually work and I don't just think so, so many people do too. So just ask your friend, you know, yeah, and of course. Whatever, right here. Whatever, right here. That it's not just lenient on women it yeah. men loves it too oh yeah, oh, like, yeah like find something that is for both people too yeah yeah enjoy. yeah and that's the downfall everybody in the household is using it like you just said yeah. you ain't you're yeah. looking at yeah. it just smaller and smaller it ain't just yeah. so women sorry it ain't gonna be just for you no more if you buy some <laughs> at home you know like but you got the refill and I like yeah. that. You got the yeah. refill. You put yeah. in the refill, yeah. put in the distilled yeah. water, shake yeah. that thing up and you good to go all over again. All day. And that's what I do like too, because uh, it really is the oil mixture, you know, and the refill gives you four, 
uh, refills actually the, the refill bottle I actually don't have it with me but it's a small refill bottle that gives you four refills um, for your four ounce spray bottle I'm also working on a, um, a large family size one and a salon size one because my next goal is to get this in salons you know um, not just in stores but I think you know I really want to promote people to stop using gels and, um, you know, um, jams and just anything cream-based, things like that shouldn't, shouldn't go in your locks. They get tangled in there. They cause buildup. They cause, you know, and then eventually they cause breakage. One of my, one quote that I, I have, I'm not sure if I've made this up, but this is just something I have. I, I always say is that um, whatever you're doing for your locks is not for today. It's for tomorrow. So that means whatever you're doing right now to your locks, um, whether you're using gels or whatever, whatever you're using, you're not going to see it right now. You're not even going to see it next year. But when your hair is 10 years later, you know, five years later, things like that, and your hair is down your back and you're wondering why chunks are coming off of this size, you know, then you'll realize, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Because locks are for a long time and they just grow. And all the locks at the bottom are the ones that you know that you mistreated or whatever the case is so you know so whatever you're doing it's not it's not something you're going to see today but you will definitely see it tomorrow so you know you're just being careful in that manner so I'd love to get these products out to salons so that other stylists can use them on their clients and see the benefits of using oils instead of things that can harm their clients locks in the future and clients so, 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 so I got one last well. I'm not okay. ready to get to these games. So I got okay. one question. Okay. I, I've been oh, well, me and my boys been. Been, I'm sorry, I had go a ahead. question. Go ahead. Too. No, go How ahead. You had your lock. Uh it'd be four years on the 15th of July. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what's up. Do you do anything for your locks? Like uh celebrate them, or do you do anything to celebrate your anniversary? No, nah, I honestly, I just I'm happy to be on this journey because when I first started. I'm I'm finally finding, like you say, it's you find different products and you don't know what works, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I finally found some things that work for me. Um, right. I know my wife at one point, she, I was ready to cut them. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, oh, this is yeah. itching, this happened. is crazy. Like yeah. I ain't this, I ain't built for this. Yeah. And then probably like the last six months to a year, I found some stuff that worked. So yeah. I'm just happy to be on the journey. Yeah. Um, and my boys actually on the journey too. My boys started. Uh, I think within my, my son is probably eight months in and my other son's probably like six months in. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my whole my whole family is locked up at the moment. That is beautiful. So, that is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. husband. Well, I was going to ask you the same thing. Was, okay, yeah. that's yeah. That's yes, I'm you know, going that's... on ten years actually. I'm going on ten wow. years. August, August wow. will make ten years that I've had my locks. <laughs> wow. Um, and, you know, I was going to suggest that for everybody, you keep up with the date that you started your locks. Your locks. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You know what I mean? You're yeah. going through a journey yeah. with your hair. So, and I know there's so many people who we, we have these conversations all the time that, you know, you go through phases where, like you just said, you be like, <laughs> I'm off. like it is not for me. You know, I, honestly, when I very first started my dreads, there was a dude I was talking to at the time. He broke up with me. He ain't think I was cute no more. Oh, yeah. That's the story for another day. But he sure did. And so what I'm saying is this is a journey. So every month, I mean, not month, but every year that I have my locks, 
I celebrate them and you celebrate them in, in, in different ways. And when I say celebrate them, I do something fun. Like I'll get them styled. I'll get them done. I'll wash them that day. I will do a treatment on them, like an ACV wash or, or protein or moisture. I'll do a steam. I'll do anything, anything fun. Um, one anniversary, I shaved my sides, you know, um, you know, things like that. So just something fun to it, just to celebrate them, because this is a journey. This is something that I'm still on, you know, I still deal yeah. with, you know, like, and I'm sure you, you know, you, you know, and so do you, Amanda, you know, it's yeah. like, y'all know, like you, you go through the ups and downs with your hair. So every year that you have them is a celebration and that you yeah. should do something, anything to them. So I will encourage you to do that next time next year or or actually you got some days coming up so you said the 15th yeah yeah okay, 15th, you 15th you should do a detox you should do <laughs> get them stopped, get them washed get it go go to somebody you know come to me i'll give you a nice massage you know, that'd be a nice for your lives just to celebrate the day that you started them so appreciate that definitely appreciate that um oh yeah so real quick um <laughs> So like I said, me and my boys, we've been having this debate and I want to hear from a stylist who does locks. Okay. Um, how do you feel about men that, put, now men, not women, I, I feel we, we keep agreeing that it's okay for women. Okay. But how do you feel for men that, that come in with a low, uh, low uh, afro and then leave with hair like mine? Is that, how do you feel about that as a loctician to put the, I, I'm just curious. I'm curious how you feel as a loctician for men. When okay. women, I feel I'm, I'm, I feel like it's very acceptable, but it's still a journey. But yeah. For men yeah. to have a a nice little afro on right. Friday, right. and then when you see them on Monday, they got 15 inches on right. their right. shoulders. So how do you? <laughs> okay. How do you feel about that? To be honest that? with you, the way I feel about this is going to apply to men and women. Um, like, uh, and definitely men. I agree with you on that. It's definitely men, but women going to get this heat too. Um, yeah, you're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating. You're wholeheartedly <laughs> You are a cheater, a fraud. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, is a, it is a form of cheating, unfortunately. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because, like I said, I got broken up with, okay? I had to start from the bottom. Yeah. I like, I yeah. thugged it out. All right? So, I appreciate anybody who thugs it out. I really do. Yeah. Now, people who can't thug it out, there's people who can't handle a breakup because they because they started the lot. You know what I mean? So, like, it is. But those people, if you feel like you gotta cheat and maybe start them get you know get some lock extensions to to not deal with the foolishness, then hey, that's definitely on you. But a personal opinion is you're absolutely cheating. Um, and it's. Not <laughs> and if, I, know, I agree with you. You, you cheat the journey. I, I think that you should start off. You know, if you if you can, I know some people they they have like jobs or things that reasons why they really can't. But if you really can, and you just I know right, like it's like what's those reasons? <laughs> All right, <laughs> let me let me give you let me give you an example. Um, I have a I have a client who's a lawyer, right? She can't. She already pushing the limits because you already know, unfortunately, we are yeah. not really in the world of accept, you know, accepting locks, right? So she's a lawyer. Okay. She wants locks. She's defining, you know, she's defining all rules and she's going to get it anyway, right? Okay. But yeah, sis can't walk in there with baby locks. Like, I'm um, 
I say she can, but if she doesn't feel like she'd get the respect, she works with a lot of white men, you know, just stuff like that. They already make comments on her hairstyles. If, if her hair is from a ponytail to, to twist in, in within a week, they're already like, oh, your hair is different. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's already like, are you already like the center of attention, you feel like. So, and I understand. But that, I you still know. feel like that's cheating because my wife, when my wife first got her locked, I, I want to say my wife is her wife. My life, we've been married be 14 years. So she got her locks okay. maybe years before we got married. Okay. So, so her locks, I mean, maybe 16 years now. Yeah. When she first got her locks, she would always wear wigs. So I even forgot she had locks because she had wigs all the time. So she took right. them off. I was like, oh, wow, your hair is really getting long. So right. She didn't cheat the, she didn't cheat the game. My right. boys, they not let, I'm not letting them cheat no game. They got to go. Right. My son even said to me, he was like, I don't want to go through this ugly phase. I was like, no, there's no such thing as an ugly phase. Right, this is right. part of the process. You saw me when my mm -hmm. hair was like that. You were little. You probably don't remember. I'm glad you remember. Right, right, right. But <laughs> I had to go through that too. Yeah, It's, it's a process. Everybody yeah, got to go through it. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's a, it's a process that I think if you can go through it, go through it. Now, like I said, certain situations, everybody, I guess, and I, I see a lot of people personally, and I talk to a lot of people personally. There are some people who are honestly, truly embarrassed about with their hair, you know? And it, it sounds crazy, That's but- crazy. That is crazy. crazy. It is crazy, but it's, it's a self, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing for them, you know? And we, we gotta be sensitive to those people as well. You know, there's some people who, who did, like my mom, for example, you know, uh, I love you, mom. But like, <laughs> but she, to be honest, does not like to go to hair salons. Um, she, I, I never used to go to hair salons when I was a child. Like I can count on how many hands, like on one hand, how many times I went to a hair salon because she doesn't, she doesn't like the process of, of looking bad and turning into looking good. You know, like she don't want y'all even seeing her look bad. You know what I mean? She just wants that you see me looking good at all times. I woke up like this Beyonce type thing, you know, and, and it's a real fear for her. You know what I mean? Like to the fact that she won't even go. She will, wow. she, she literally pays hairstylists to come to the house. You not gonna catch her slipping. <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? There's a lot of people you can't catch. They, they are like, you're not gonna catch me slipping, you know? And those people, I guess, to be honest, you gotta be sensitive too. But outside of them, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Yes, you cheating, and yes, you need to start the journey like everybody else did. Get broken up with like I did. <laughs> I could have been one of those people who was like, oh, no, but he broke up with me. Let me take my hair out. Let me like, uh-uh, must not be cute. But nah, I was like, oh, really? Oh, so I'm not cute with this? I had friends. I had friends that would used to invite me to go out with them to the club and things like that. When I started my, my locks. They started going out and not even telling me they was going out. Oh, yeah. wow. And they, I mean, down to the point that they were shocked if a dude even talked to me. Like, they did not think I was cute. Like, and I'm not going to lie, my locks were like this long. And I look like Coolio. And I, oh, and, no. <laughs> you know, my hair is long now, but I got a funny shaped head. I got a big old forehead, you know, things like that. So it's like, I, and I, hey, I'm secure about mine though. I'm happy with mine. You know, I love mine, but I, I understand I may not be everybody's cup of tea, you know? So, but yeah. I could not let that define me starting my locks or me keeping them. You know what I mean? So it's like, if he didn't like them, because guess what God, guess what God did about seven years into my journey, <clears throat> 
my hair was nice and long. It was about, it was about here, you know. I'm at the public and all I hear is Angelica. I couldn't have swung my hair harder. I was like, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> you know, like just happy to tell him, woo, look at my hair. You know what I mean? Like, mm. oh, good. oh yeah, I know. It wasn't even a thank you. It was I know. <laughs> you know. Oh, Sean, Sean, you messed up. Sean, you messed, messed up. up. Yep. Hey. Oh, all the way messed up you know you did you know you did but <laughs> but either way he's my favorite story at the time I didn't think so but now he's my favorite story I thugged it out 10 years later like who would have thought back then I would be seeing 10 years of my life so it goes That's by really quickly so if you can start it naturally just do it, it it's gonna these are gonna be just memories one day yeah. you know these little quote unquote ugly phases that you can do a lot other things too that you can help yourself outside of not feeling like they're ugly stage like getting them styled different styles there's so many styles you can do with short locks there's protective things you can do like what your wife did with them wearing wigs um other people do they put braids over their locks they put twists and faux locks you know think there's a lot of different options you can do with your locks instead of having to wear them all short and stuff so by the way, short locks are really cute because once I get over this length, I'm cutting my locks back to my shoulders and I'm starting them over. Yeah, just because I don't want them sweeping the floor and that's not a desire of mine. So, okay. uh, you know, but yeah, so short locks, they're in. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. That's dope. That's dope. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm happy I asked you your opinion, though. I mean, so you did. So your opinion is men can't do that. If you're a man, I, you I don't think so. You got I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I say I give it I say it's okay for women because women been putting different styles in their hair. People put weave. I mean that's 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 the traditional thing. I'm not against that. But for men, I feel like hey, if we gotta go through it, if one man gotta go through it, all of us gotta go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I agree. So, um, Amanda, I know you're like yo. I want to get these games. <laughs> Yeah, man, you told me about some games. I'm like, okay, let's get to the games. Hey, I'm competitive now, so. Holding it up like this. But yeah, we're going to take like a short pause so that it'll be good for cutting. Okay. We'll go back to the games. I got you, I got you. Extra. So it'll be like a 10-second pause, and that's it. Yo, 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 what it is, what it ain't, what it's going to be, man. It's your boy, Irv, Irv and Coke, Irv and Coke, Irv and Coke. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. I had I had people like the jingle, so you know I got to keep singing that thing. Yo, as you can see from listening to part one of the Angela Givens Roots the Royals interview or conversation, yeah, we was having a blast. Man. We was having a great time. So, you know, we had to continue that thing. So here is part two. Um, get, get them laughs in, uh, get some more information. And uh, if you haven't already booked that appointment, so you can be the next celebrity stylist that uh, boots the Royals, Angela Givens hooks up. All right, for show, for show, y'all be safe, stay dangerous. Irving Cole, Irving Cole. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. Irving Cole, Irving Cole. If you're looking for a podcast, here you go. Yo, 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 yo.
Yeah, we're having a really good time with you. That, that's that's yeah. all that is. Thank you. We're thank you. Really good time you. Absolutely. Shoot. Um, we're ready for the game. Ready okay. For the game. All right. Um, the first one's going to be word association. Um, I'm gonna let Irv go first this time. Gonna change it up. Oh, because oh, you tired of taking all my ends, all my all my words, huh? Uh, don't be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a couple words, and you just I'm gonna say you tell me the first thing that comes to mind when I say these words. So, okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, so uh, social media. Sheep. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing. I'm coming back to that. I need I an explanation on that one. We definitely coming back to that. She said sheep. So so the next one is first thing come to mind, love. Love. Okay, okay, okay. Um fashion. Designers. <laughs> okay, okay. Um friends. Need them. <laughs> okay. Fear. Get over it. Mm, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Trends. Fashion. I don't know why it just comes to my mind. Fashion. <laughs> okay. Twenty twenty. Oh, knockout. Oh, okay, okay. Knockout. Coming back to that one. Um, money. Hoarding. Oh, oh, she's trying to be rich, rich. Well, got Right. <laughs> and then my last one is Roots to Royal. Me. <laughs> I okay 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 well hold on before before Amanda bring her you got to bring back the so- social media and cheat that you know I'm coming back to that oh man honestly it's my sister um she she oh lord she's just she's not a fan she you seen that um Netflix series on um on social media, the social media experience. experience. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah it just yeah, kind of yeah, talks yeah. about how it like brainwashes you and, mm-hmm. you know, um, things like that. And um, I ain't gonna lie, I low key agree. But, uh, you know, my, my sister mostly, she's just like, if she even sees you scroll, if she's on the phone with you and you get quiet because she knows you scroll. You know, like if you're sitting in the car with her or you're sitting next to her and she looks over and she sees you scrolling, like that's her thing. So she's just like, you know, don't don't be so consumed with social media. You know, don't be a sheep. <laughs> um, and so yeah, that's just that was my that was the word that came to mind. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And then you said locks love. Mm-hmm. What why yeah. why does that why does that come to mind? I love locks. They saved my life. <laughs> um, they they are the pillar of to my business. To be honest, although I do everything, um, locks have definitely become 
And it's something I fell into. I just started locks one day myself on myself. Um, I, um, I was talking on the phone with a friend of mine. I had just bought a relaxer and I was about to retouch my relaxer. And she was like, I bet you won't lock your hair. And I was in the middle of a, a spiritual journey at this point. Um, just kind of feeling like I wasn't liking the way people were, cause I was wearing like my hair straight or something. And I started to wear weaves, like, you know, straight hair, like down my back, not, no knocking to anybody, but, um, I knew it wasn't me, you know, like the type of person I was and the type of attention I, I was receiving from it. I didn't like, so I was talking to her about it and I had my relaxer in my, my, in my, on the, you know, on the counter and I was about, I was greasing my scalp, getting ready to do what I had to do in my bathroom. And my best friend said, I mean, where my friend said, I bet you won't lock your hair. And I was like, anybody who really know me, don't, don't dare me to do anything because I'm going to have to show you, I will do it. So, um, <laughs> you know, so I was just like, I, I know, you know, I was like, I know you lying. So basically I did it. This is how I ended up with locks, <laughs> um, you know, uh, and I don't regret that day at all. Like, you know, I, I had a whole relaxer on my hair. In this much new growth of natural hair, I had to cut all of that hair off. That was like that. Yep. <laughs> I had to cut it all off, start off fresh, and here we are. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. So, um, so yeah, wow. love them. They, I love them on myself. I love them for my clients. Um, I love them on people. I say locks for the world. I tell everybody that, like, locks for the world. So, I'm, it's not something that I'd be like, oh, it's too many people with locks. Like, oh, everybody's copying a hairstyle. It's like, nah, it's not enough people with locks. Like, if everybody get locks, there'll be so much more. There'll be so many, like, no, uh, a lot of people, or there'll be less hair problems, let's say that. <laughs> there'll be less hair problems, well, I think. <laughs> now, not to, not, I know Amanda, like, er, here you go again. But hold uh, on, I had, <laughs> how uh, do you feel about Caucasians with locks? Um, I am, I am 50, 50 with it. Um, I think every texture can do locks. I don't think every texture is meant for locks, but every texture can do them. Um, I have a few clients, a few Caucasian clients who I do uh, maintenance their locks and, um, they have great locks. You know what I mean? Like they, the hair is nice. Uh, so if you'd ask me if it's like a culture appropriation, I would say I'd say maybe. I think it's just the context and the way it's done, you know. Like I've been around some white people who are just like hippie-ish, you know what I mean? Who are just like one love, like I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'm probably so <laughs> But I'll, what I would say is it, it just goes with their personality. You know what I mean? And then you've had some who's just like, it seems like a really cool hairstyle. And I just want to try it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's just like those to the point or those who just like, I barely brush my, like I'm at the beach all day. My hair just locks up anyway. You know, whatever it is. Whether at the beach or not. It's just more of their personality. I think it's like, hey, if, if that's what fits you, then can't say I'm gonna label it to us all, you know. So mm. although like for example black people have the best music, 
I ain't gonna say music is a black thing, you know. Like, that's, that's true. You, know what I'm saying? you may that's have the best, but it ain't our, it ain't our thing only. So that's how that's kind of how I look at it. Like you know, I think it's just depending on the context that they've done it. Gotcha. gotcha yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Go ahead, Amanda. I'm sorry. You know. You know me. I'm sorry. You know I'd be inquisitive. <laughs> you just dealing with. Zero stars. Okay, mine is um, drama. TV. <laughs> sorry, my dogs. I'm sorry, say that one more time. Self-love. Self-love. Security. Okay. Standard. I like that. Standards. Mm-hmm. Immediate. Immediate. Ooh. Ugliness. False. Okay. Healing. Important. Okay. Beauty. You. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Travel necessary <laughs> business minded. Okay, faith, faith, faith. Number one. Okay, number one. I see you, Autumn. Autumn? Mm-hmm. Autumn, like the season? Yep. <laughs> oh. Uh, my favorite, to be honest. <laughs> and yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> and say that again? Family. Oh, family. Big. Okay. Yeah. Why did you say um, ugly is false? Because I think that, and I'm going to say, I'm, there's so many spectrums of ugly, but I'm going to say it's in a visual way. I know a lot of times when we use the word ugly, it's a visual thing um, that we could be talking about. And um, it could be a self, a self thing, like something that somebody's feeling about themselves or uh or even looking at somebody else and feeling that way too. But I think those are false ideas. Those are opinions sometimes, you know, and like they're false ideas. Like, cause what do they say? Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know? So it's like, um, so, so visually ugly things, cause it's ugly to me, don't mean it's gonna be ugly to you. So is it ugly? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like who, you. there's no universal judge for ugliness. <laughs> you know so <laughs> so yeah that's kind of why I think it's false <laughs> I like that I like that. yeah um I have another game for you it is called fill okay. in the blanks. I hope you like fill this in the blanks. I hope you like okay so I'm gonna say a sentence and you're gonna fill in the blank for how you feel about it okay um, okay I can't go without blank to start my day. 
Sorry, right, do I have to think about a professional answer? Oh, let me stop. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I can't go without, honestly, I can't go without praise to, to start my day. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. My next one would be. I feel like, I feel like the first, that wasn't the first idea. It wasn't the first. It was the first thought. <laughs> but she was like, how can I clean this up? <laughs> It was not my first idea, but it is a it was a real idea, but it wasn't my first, it wasn't what first came to mind. <laughs> what like first that, like you, you want me to share? I mean I, I don't want to share. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Some days I feel like, no, I got I need I need a joint to start my day. <laughs> like I just hey. to up together. Hey, and, be like um, that. Definitely be like that. But it's some days that I'd be like but no, that was the first thing that came to mind and I had to clean it up. But outside of that, yes, I pray every day. But starting my day off with a with a prayer is uh, just habit. I don't know. It's the first thing that happens when I wake up before I open my eyes. So that's all the way through. Yeah. Um, my next one was um you will find blank in my playlist. R and B all day. R&B. All, day. all day. All day. Baby. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite artist? Oh, my. Um, <laughs> I have a, a whole lot, but I am a very big fan of uh, the genre of, of like Lauren Hill and uh, Jill Scott and um, Erica Badu and. Ndiari and those those like that group that that whole little group like like that, like neo soul I guess is what they call it neo soul all day. okay yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 she she be playing it in the salon yeah, you I'm hear like, it I be taking I'm like go ahead girl do what you gotta do <laughs> right right take it back on them sometimes but sometimes we have to be careful because we about to fall asleep the music be like. <laughs> In the chair, so I'd be like, mm, let me turn some. some <laughs> when life gives me blank, I make blank. Hmm. Uh, hmm. When life gives me problems. I make solutions. I like that. Ooh. I like that. I like that. That's a quotable. Like that. That's a quotable right there. That's a quotable right there. Yeah. <laughs> right now. But yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I am grateful for blank, but dang, blank. Ooh. Ooh. I am grateful for my clients. <laughs> but dang. <laughs> Do I get exhausted? <laughs> Real grateful for my babies. <laughs> but dang. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
My last one is you can find me blank. Lately, I would say you can find me doing hair. <laughs> like, I just feel like I, that's all I do sometimes. I feel like uh, I, I be going to Atlanta doing hair, going to Texas doing hair. Like, I be home doing hair, doing hair at the shop. Like, portion um okay. i want everybody all the co-squad members to know where they can find you on ig where they can find your shop and all that good stuff how can they find you and book you all right so roots to royals is the name it is uh r-o-o-t-s the number two royals r-o-y-a-o-s so that is the instagram that's my personal one at roots to royals uh, the salon one is at Roots2Royals.salon. Um, Facebook is the same thing, at Roots2Royals.salon. Uh, that's IG. Let's see, you can find my salon is in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you can Google that. I'm definitely on Google. art walk every last saturday of the month um it's very family friendly and they have a lot of food trucks vendors and all of the art studios and other businesses in the area are open um so you can always check me out there um i try to do some events sometimes uh surrounding art walk i'm definitely going to be there this month this is the last uh saturday in june so i'll be there this month um selling some products and uh, doing some fun stuff, you know, a little bit of interactive stuff at the salon. So come and check me out. And you'll where, where, mm -hmm. where is this located? This when you is do in, the, 
this is Fat Village. It's Fat Village, downtown Fort Lauderdale area. So if you've ever been downtown Fort Lauderdale and you've seen like all the artwork, like all that um, graffiti and things like that on the walls, uh, that's like Flagler Village is near the train tracks, right? Um, Cistrunk, Cistrunk area. Ah, uh, um, yes, yes, yes. All the way at the end of Cistrunk, close to Andrews, like Cistrunk and Andrews. Uh, is it like a like a block party type situation? It's almost almost. It's like it's like a block. It's like a like an intersection type of block, and um, they block it off. Usually, um, they have they just kind of brought it back since COVID, uh, but this month should be back to full capacity as far as like blocking off the road and and everything like that. Um, having all the vendors and food trucks that they normally have, they've been doing it little by little. You know, bringing back just certain stuff. But I want to say this month is going to be full, fully open. So, yeah, Fat Village, Roots to Royals, downtown Fort Lauderdale. Check your girl out. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. That was fun. That was fun. And I'm mad, though. I ain't going to lie. I'm mad. Uh, about what? I'm mad. What? I still got more questions, but we uh, ran, out right. <laughs> ran out of time. Ran out of time. Ran out of time. Ran out of time. Might have, might have to bring you back though. Yeah, please bring me back. back. Please bring me back. This was so fun. I was all types of nervous and stuff. I'm like, y'all, they don't even want to tell me the free questions. Like nothing. They don't want me, they don't want me to be. They don't want me to have no type of 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 of, of you know. What is this word I'm thinking about? <laughs> but either way, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, no, we just we'll see. We just had a conversation. We just had a yeah, conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's what Amanda said. You know, that's what she said. She said, you know, she wants it to be a genuine conversation. I really feel like it was. You know, yeah. I think, um, and I think that's the, the interesting part about it because every all of your interviews, and I do watch them. Um, you know, they definitely seem, you know, like genuine conversations and stuff like that. So I was just like, yeah, I feel what she's saying by that. So it doesn't seem you did, you did that's great. I'm to come up with. They don't, you didn't want me to seem rehearsed and I appreciate yes. that. Yes. <laughs> you, did a, you did a great job. I Thanks. mean, you, you already, listen, you're doing great with your business. Keep up Thanks. with that. You Thanks. got your, 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 um, your products that you, that you're killing them out there. Thank I you. Mean, thank I'm, you. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a believer. Thank um, you. Thank you. So, and, and this is super dope. Super mm-hmm. dope, and we gonna have we gonna we gonna have to get Lil Wayne in the chair. We gonna have to see if we get Lil Wayne in the chair. Yes, so you can you get them all yeah. straightened up. Lil Wayne, if you're watching, <laughs> if your people are watching, get him in my chair. I can help you. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> bring you back. I, listen, bring you so back. he won't be disappointed. Won't be disappointed. I don't think he would. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send so, you home. I'll send you home with some great products. So, <laughs> hello, hello. Show them again. Show them again. You know what I'm saying? So, I can sit down with a little bit of, a little bit of yes. that, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. This was amazing. No, was, absolutely. Definitely a pleasure. So yeah. before, before we part ways, we always leave with a quote that Amanda yes. gracefully reminded me before we started. Yes. Um, so today I got a quote from Nikki Giovanni, and I feel like it, it kind of fits with what we're talking about with lots for today. Um, it says, once you know who you are, you don't have to worry anymore. Mm. Um, and I feel like that, that it's short, simple, and I feel like it's very impactful for what, what we're talking about with lots. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it, I feel like it even fits with your journey as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. once you know who you are, you don't have yeah. to worry anymore. You don't have to. Um, once you know what you're capable of. From, from Nikki Giovanni, definitely. Yeah. Definitely dope. 
Yeah, so, thank you. That was dope. We appreciate you for tuning in. We appreciate you for sitting on with us. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already, check out Roots to Royals. Get your appointment. Get your get your 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 your, your hydration spray. Get yes. your oils. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, Amanda, you can't really see it. Amanda got to post the post the picture yeah. of the dude. I know, uh, dude. We know, we the know, we know you did the dude. Okay, okay. You the know what I'm saying? Dude. We know, we know. I was not saying, but I was that style. I said, listen, we're not gonna be on this podcast. Together. <laughs> hey, your style looking mediocre. Okay, for real. Yeah, they they can see it all angles. When we did this style, she was like, is my hair long enough? I said, girl, we're going to make it work. We're going to make this work. And we oh, did. Yeah. And she yeah. was the perfect muse. <laughs> so I appreciate you being so beautiful, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And having the perfect life. She got, she got some really good ones. She really Thank did. You. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's yeah. So who, whose idea was it? That was yours or that was hers? She let me do it. She gave me um. Gave me creative. See, that's what I'm talking about. Super creative. Like you just be coming up with it. Like that's crazy. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. That's crazy. That's crazy. So we're gonna, we gonna let's we're gonna part ways. All right. Thank you to the coach squad for tuning in. And you know you I know y'all want to hear the jingle. I know y'all want to hear it. So let, yeah. let, let me let you hear the jingle as we part ways. Irvin Cole. Irvin Cole. Every looking for a podcast. Here you go. Irvin Cole. Irvin Cole. Every looking for a podcast. Here you go. Go, 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 go